Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Hope you're having a great day and welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, if you missed my conversation yesterday, I want to I want to sort of, sort of bring your attention to it. I had a great conversation for the whole show with a man by the name of Martin Hegwood. He is from Pascagoula. He recently won a literary award from uh, the uh, the the Foundation for William Faulkner. It was a literary award. It's an international award. The first Mississippian, in fact, to win in this novel uh, category. And we talked about his life growing up in um, in coastal Mississippi in Pascagoula. And, uh, you know, his journey of writing became a lawyer along the way. In fact, he's writing a piece now about William Faulkner's time in Pascagoula, which that's going to be very fascinating. But anyway, if you missed it, you can go to the Super Talk Mississippi uh, Facebook page or YouTube page or the Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page or go to your favorite podcast. If you enjoy uh, reading or writing, you would enjoy this conversation with Martin. So I really encourage you to go take a look at it. And lastly, before we move on to our guest today, my friend Susan Myers Griggs posted something. It was a great reminder to me to shop local as we enter into this Christmas season. Uh, here's what it said. I thought it was terrific, actually. Christmas is not in danger. That is for sure. The work of local artists and makers is not stuck on a dock in a shipping container. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, this is the perfect opportunity to shop, shop local, help local artists live their dream. You know, this is a great time of the year to be, you know, with the t- days of Amazon and all that. Everybody's going to buy from Amazon. We all know that. But if you have the opportunity to buy something local, please take the time. Go go to any of our number of great local shops and, and museums and so many other special places that you can pick up. Things that are uniquely coastal Mississippi. Great reminder of shopping local. I appreciate my son, my friend Susan Griggs for, for posting that. Now let's move over. We have a terrific first guest today. And my old friend Leonard Papania, the former police chief, police chief for Gulfport and now the chief administrative officer for the city of Gulfport. How you doing, Leonard? I am doing great. What a great segue you have, too. Uh, on shopping local. Uh, when we get talking about Gumbo Fest, there's going to be a great opportunity this Yeah, so for people who are not watching on Super Talk TV, YouTube, or Facebook, for the radio audience or the, or the podcast audience, uh, he's dressed in his Gumbo Fest uh, chef's attire, got Gumbo Fest marketing memorabilia behind him. Um, talk about you know what, how important that is to the city of Gulfport. I tell you, this uh, this idea started uh, uh, just about a year ago, uh, where a team in uh, inside started talking about different things we could do, and we have such a great property uh, at Centennial Plaza, and we reached out to them, and uh, uh, one of our greatest partners, Gulfport Main Street. We all got to the table and started talking. Uh, what's something we could do? And um, you know, if you live on the coast. It's all about the gumbo, and and so we're we built it around that idea. Yeah, well, cool. I, you know, listen, Centennial Plaza. What I mean, I can remember every step of the way. There it was, the Gulfport VA before Katrina. Of course, Katrina creates big challenges. 
then the city of Gulfport, uh, under uh, Brent Ward's leadership at the time, went on a mission. Uh, ultimately, it was literally donated to the city, and the you know federal government spent a lot of money on windows and other things to to make it be safe, so that you, so the city could go through the long process of finding the right partner that would ultimately develop it. I went to a class reunion there just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I've only been on that campus one other time. Of course, I've talked a lot about it because of it being sort of the headquarters for cruising the coast and all the other things that are happening there. But, dude, that is a that is a really special place. The, the amount of money that's been invested in making that campus what it is today, it's it's a it's a tour. It's become a tourism destination, hasn't it? It, it really has. And uh, Greg Stewart and his team has done a phenomenal getting it going even going opening up through COVID, all the all the barriers that should have stopped it didn't and if if you've ever been to an event on that property it it's just a phenomenal layout and that's really what attracted us to getting gumbo fest there and uh you know i really i'm looking forward to this weekend uh yeah okay so this weekend gumbo fest at uh, at this really special location. Why don't you tell tell us what we should look forward to there? So at Gumbo Fest, it's going to be this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And we're going to have two competitions going on. We have an open competition uh, where uh, teams from all around have signed up to compete with one another. And they're going to be competing for this trophy. It's our best gumbo, uh, first place. But the real interesting one's going to be, and uh, Mayor Hughes has, has uh, called everybody out on it, is going to be our city competitions, and they're going to be going after the Mayor's Cup. And uh, with the Mayor's Cup, will be one year of bragging rights. For the family that wants to go out there, it's free parking, free entry. We'll have food trucks out there. You can buy a wristband for 20 bucks and taste all the gumbos. And then we have art vendors, some a really great lineup of music. Uh, it's going to be. And then if you buy the armband, you can also help select the People's Choice Award uh, for Best Gumbo also. Oh, that's so cool, man. That is really cool. So it's looking like it's going to be um, a little cool this weekend, but no rain. Should be beautiful, huh? I, I, look, I think we're going to have a great weekend. Even if it's a little overcast, there's uh, uh, just a lot of great things going on. It'll be a great day to take the family out. And uh, uh, we all love gumbo, but gumbo on a cool day, you just can't beat it. No, Oh, my goodness. You, you, you definitely can't. Uh, we'll uh, remind folks about this as we come to the end of the, of the next segment. But, you know, Harbor Lights is cranking up, man. And, you know, you think about quintessential sort of Christmas scene. I mean, there are great Christmas things all up and down coastal Mississippi, but Gulfport Harbor Lights, man, have really created, you know, sort of national distinction, haven't they? It really has. And, and you know, the Gulfport team has really worked hard on growing this event every year. And the one thing I always tell people is unless you go through it, you really don't truly experience it. It's a beautiful run down Highway 90, and it's nice to look at. But to get in there and go into Santa's Village and really experience all those things is is fantastic. So how's it coming together? It that takes a real team effort to get that thing set up, doesn't it? It does. We uh, um, our team starts really in October. Uh, we we have some contractors in uh, our leisure services uh, team. They really start putting that thing together, and all the way up until uh, the start. On November 25th, 
they're plugging in lights and getting things ready. It's, it's, it's a big undertaking, but it's worthwhile. Last year, we brought in over 100,000 visitors. Wow, that's, that's really incredible. Hey, you know how you know it's making a difference in people's lives? As families go through there, they're posting so many pictures of their families. And, and the, you know, so there's, great, there's great photo moments as you, as you go through there. But just in general, the, the lights are beautiful. To be sort of arranged the way they are in, in, in relation to the harbor, um, I mean, it's just special. And then, of course, you got the you got the aquarium right there, and and its orientation to Jones Park. Um, just uh, you know, I, it's just one more thing is is saying okay, there may be we may not be in the summer months anymore, but man, we're still gonna we're gonna have a lot of activity here in Gulfport that's gonna really make a difference. And Harbor Lights is probably the best, the most the quintessential idea is isn't it it is um uh, and when it first started uh, there was a lot of vision with it but now you have so many people coming uh and and really the neat thing is uh watch our website and watch our social media there's going to be opportunities of discounted tickets uh during uh, the weekdays our weekends are really big um, but it's uh, uh, it's just really a, a great time, and we take it all the way uh, uh, right there to New Year's. And uh, if a family really wants to get in that Christmas spirit, a quick walk through there is great. And now we have a Christmas a, a Christmas movie, Hallmark Christmas movie that's going to play every year this time of year, and be a great reminder of uh, Gulfport and where Gulfport is on the map and. The role that the Christmas lights play in that regard. Uh, even the mayor has a little cameo in in, in the uh, in the movie. But that means a lot to the city, doesn't it? It does. It does. Look, uh, putting putting our city and putting our coast on the map is very important, and that's why we do these events. You know, uh, Ricky, I don't have to sell you on the coast. God knows you're one of our great ambassadors. But we have some really neat things going on down here. We got a great culture, great people, and we just love to share it with everyone. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. I mean, you think about from Bay St. Louis to Moss Point and all points in between, there's something unique. And and I say this all the time, and this certainly goes this is certainly true in Christmas, that each community that makes coastal Mississippi this thriving economic engine for the rest of the state, each community has its own special sense of place. And you get into the Christmas time, and that's even more so the case. They each, all walkable communities, all with, you know, the harbor lights there, the incredible things that are that are pulsating in downtown Ocean Springs in Bay St. Louis, Moss Point's on the map now, things are happening in, past, in, uh, in Biloxi. Things are happening in Pasadena. I could go on all the way down the list, but you know, the Christmas is a great time of the year to go walk these communities, spend your money locally, help these local companies be successful. It's just a great time of the year. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Leonard Papania, the Chief Administrative Officer for the City of Gulfport. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my good friend, Leonard Papan. You've been on Coast View so many 
different times and different incarnations in his career. It's been three years, Leonard, since we started coaching. It's amazing to me, or at least be three years coming up in January. Time flies when you're having fun, but you've been a you've been a good ambassador for this coast as well, in, in all of your you know career in, incarnations. And there you stand with a gumbo fest sort of chef's uh, cape on, and uh, looking forward to the gumbo fest at Centennial Park this coming weekend. What are some of the what? Give me give me some of the uh, the key times on the event. So uh, we're going to open up at uh, 10 a.m. At 11 a.m., the music starts. And then by 12, our cooks should be ready. And if uh, you buy a, a band, uh, you can go taste all the different gumbos. And yeah. uh, also going on there, we have a, a lot of setups for uh, the kids. I know our aquarium's going to have uh, some things down there, Lynn Meadows. And then we have a lot of first-rate art vendors. And going back to what you were saying here we are going into Christmas time. It's easy to do it the modern way. Get on Amazon, knock it out. But there's so much of a Christmas experience that you can have all along our coast. We're going to have art vendors there and in all our cities throughout the Christmas season. Uh, they, they have local opportunities to really engage in what we, you know, what we know Christmas to be. I, I love I love the concept. <clears throat> and again, Centennial Park's the best place to, to, to bring an event like that. What I would encourage people to do, if you haven't seen Centennial Park, just you know, go Saturday and take a look. You'll be happy that you did. It's a it's an incredible campus, and again, you have a full range of things that you can be involved in. By the way, you said you you, you have one is for top seafood gumbo. Then, of course, the Mayor's Cup cities are going to be competing. Have you had good participation from the other cities? Yes, uh, they are on board. Of course, anytime you give politicians the opportunity to earn bragging rights. They come out of the woodwork. Uh, this one, again, is for the best gumbo. And yeah. then we have <clears throat> the Mayor's Cup. And then the People's Choice, which if you get yeah. the hand, you get a ticket and you'll actually be voting on the Mayor's Cup and uh, you'll be voting on the People's Choice. And then we have a really first rate group of judges That'll be selecting uh, our first, second, and third place in our gumbo uh, competition. Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Hey, listen, uh, let's take a step back. You've been uh, chief administrative officer now for how, how long have you been in that position? About a year? Uh, 18 months. Yeah, it's been, been more than a year. It's amazing how fast, again, time flies. But how's it going for you? It, it, it's going well. You know, uh, uh, as with... Uh, Anytime you come into a position, you have all these ideas, and uh, I always uh, laugh. I said, you know, the, the most challenging thing is working at the speed of government in the age of the speed of Facebook. And uh, uh, so that, you know, that, that sometimes is a little challenging, but I am fortunate the team we have here in Gulfport, uh, they, they are really a next level bunch, and uh, we're going to accomplish a lot. Yeah, I know. I've I've talked to <clears throat> Mayor Hughes about it many times, and other mayors about it as well. It's it's hard to be a public servant these days in in the in the social media world because people will say things. It may be half cocked. It may be something they would never say to someone in their face. I'll just say it on Facebook, and then suddenly you got a comment stream, and people are sharing from that. And ultimately, what have, happens is the amount of misinformation that that evolves from that, you know, it can be over something very minor or something very important, but either way it becomes a challenge and you, and communication, you know, these days 
the key to success is in communicating clearly. It's hard to get a clear message across when there's all these bifurcated messages that are zooming through at the speed of sound, as you pointed out, uh, through through the social media platforms. I know, and I listen. I honor every public servant that has the the um, tenacity and the in the thick skin that it takes to be able to, to do that job. I, I, I know well, I've been, you know, I was a, a public figure as a publisher of a newspaper for 16 years of my career. So I know well what that looks like and it can be very difficult at times. So, you know, so, sorry you have to go through it, but you, you got the right team around you to sort of deal with it and, and focus on it. You know, if you think about the, the opportunities in Gulfport, they are, they are significant. And I know that you and the mayor and others spend so much time thinking about it, whether it be the really incredible development in this mixed use that's going to be built at the corner of 25th Avenue and Highway 90, or whether it's, you know, other things that complement the, the aquarium or, or the just the pure growth of downtown from a... Uh, from just more housing possibilities, from restaurants that are happening there, uh, the incredible harbor, uh, the walkover from from the aquarium to to uh, Jones Park, man, there's just there's no rest for the weary when you're talking about opportunities for that city, is there? No, there isn't, and and uh, you you've done well covering so many things that are going on, but I think what's really neat is, is the entire coast community. Everybody's got something going on, and we don't tend to duplicate one another. And I think that's what really makes our coast offering great is uh, uh, there's something for everybody along our coast. And, um, you know, it, when we were coming out after Katrina, and I always hate to talk about bring up uh, Katrina, but it was a landmark time. And when our slate got cleared, how we redefined ourselves has, has been significant as a city and as a coast. And, you know, I really, I ponder, what are we gonna look like in the next 15 to 20 years? I think it's just gonna to continue to be phenomenal. Yeah, I, I think so too. Hey, listen, one of the things I've always admired about you, Leonard, is your commitment to nonprofits and what I refer to as the thousand points of light that exists here in coastal Mississippi, the work that we're doing to fill needs in this community, especially in your, in your efforts among them not just this, but the homeless community and the focus that you put there. As it's getting cold and you've got uh, you've got inflationary pressures on a lot of people, um, we cannot take our eyes off off the the homeless community in coastal Mississippi, can we? No, we can't. And I tell you, we as a community, we've got to go dig into the layers and not just talk about homelessness. But what what is it uh, we're really facing? And I think our mental health infrastructure deserves uh, uh, a lot more effort and work. We have good people in it. I just don't think we have the the volume of what we need. Uh, I, I want to say 85% of uh, our homeless population has an identifiable mental health disorder that may or may not be being treated. And uh, then the other is um, substance abuse. And what are the opportunities of recovery? If we really excelled in those two areas, we would have more impact on our community than a new bridge, a new stadium, a new something. And um, uh, a better people make for a better community. And, and the, the rest is just window dressing on that. And so I think it's important for all of us to be cognizant, not just of the problems, but understanding what is my individual role in this. 
Yeah, a, co- a community is only going to be as strong as its weakest link. And uh, too, too many of the issues around the homeless community in coastal Mississippi can tend to be a little bit out of sight, out of mind. And uh, because of your work and people like, I think about Jamie Bates and the work that he's done and so many others. I mean, if I start trying to list the names, I'll leave somebody out. But you've got some people that just can't look away. You can't look that you can't look away. It's there. We got to deal with it. And you're right. I mean, the issues of, of uh, substance abuse and mental health and and just you know, down in their economic luck, these are these are realities. And when it gets cold outside, that reality really begins to settle in more than than it normally does. The good news is we got a lot of really inter- a lot of really dedicated volunteers that are focused on this. We got great nonprofits that are focused on this, and together as a set of communities, we we will eventually. We're never going to completely solve the problem, but we can certainly make an impact. And and the reason that I feel so confident about that is because you have done a great job of educating me over the course of the last many years because of your work. And to me, I've, I've been inspired by your work, and I just want to make sure that we don't ever let that that go to the wayside. So, so thank you. It's tough. Holidays is the time to reflect on that, though, isn't it? It is. Uh, uh, it's the time to, to, to enjoy what you have in life ponder what others don't and and but how do we move forward into the new year to make it better for all it really is hey listen uh, as we're as we're kind of starting to wind down and get to the end of the segment i appreciate you spending some time with us give me the give me the details once again on the gumbo fest coming up this weekend gumbo fest is uh this saturday uh we start at 10 a.m and it goes till 7 p.m incredible uh, music lineup it's free parking free to get in bring the family bring the kids and i promise you you'll know you made a great decision. And you get to see Centennial Park if you haven't been there before. Again, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're selling it hard because the reality is it's a hell of a campus. It the is. Stewart family made a tremendous investment there, and it just it just it was just well planned and I, I look forward to see what's coming next for that incredible campus it's, it's, it's very exciting and a great venue for this one hey listen uh, last thing we got less than a minute left make make your pitch on shop local real quick uh, it, it's the way to go if you truly really want to engage in these holidays get off the Amazon get in the car hit the local shop hit the thing, and it will be holiday to remember and at night starting november 25th christmas lights you'll have the best photos and the best and let it touch your heart and soul, and then you will spend your money locally. I can assure you that. Leonard Papania, it's been a great to see you. When we come back, we'll have Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.